Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Okay, so here's the question we're asking. What do you do? What do you say to someone when you tell them that you can't get together and then they ask you, why? Okay, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And at 651-641-1071, say a friend calls you and says, or, you know, sends you a text and says, hey, do you want to go uh, out for a drink? Okay. And you say, no, I'm not able to. Okay. And then they say, why? Does that ever happen to you? Um, sure. My question yeah, is I mean, always, what, how do you respond to that? And I'm really looking, frankly, for ideas because well, I get the why. Can all I ask the time. for context? Because I feel like there's a couple different reasons somebody could ask why, and I think it's per- personally or perfectly acceptable depending on the situation. But I feel mm-hmm. like because I kind of know um, the, the thing that in this particular story got you was that it's not just, um, hey, what are you doing Saturday night? Mm-hmm. It's, hey, why aren't you? going to do what you said you were going to do on Saturday night? Or why aren't you going to be able to... It was like a follow-up, right? Right. Well, yes. Like, you know, maybe... Okay, for example, say a friend says, hey, on Tuesday night, can you meet me for drinks? Yeah. And I say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I've got a couple irons in the fire. There's something... I have to wait and see how things shake out. Can you check back with me on Tuesday? Oh, sure. Yeah. And then Tuesday rolls around. And I'll be perfectly honest. Sometimes it's not... Like, sometimes there really isn't a great reason or one that I could even put my finger on. But, but I'm well, recognizing that Tuesday is not going to work out. You don't mean a great reason. You mean a great reason for the people that you're about to say you're not doing the thing with. Right. Yeah. Because that's and what I think you're then saying is that people will question you and you're like, I just said I'm not coming. Yeah, but so. I will get questioned. I mean, it doesn't even yeah, have yeah. to be one of those situations. It can literally be so you can say to me right now, "Hey, next Saturday, do you want to go see this concert with me?" And I mm. might say, "No." And they're like, I, "Why?" I'm not able to do that. And why? they're like, "Oh, well, why not?" And my feeling is always that the reason they're asking why is to try to poke holes in whatever your thing is or oh, tell you that it's not important enough yeah. to not no, do the thing. It. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And That's I've different. just like made my own. I've always said to myself, don't ask other people why they can't join. Just trust that they can't. Because what you put somebody in the position of is if the reason that they can't is because they just don't feel like it, yeah. then they have to say that or they have to come up with a monstrous lie. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you say when somebody asks you, why do you, you are not able to do something. You you know, I feel like you should just have a like pat answer in those moments, like your go to. Like I have because I feel like for me, my answer is always I have ob- or uh, previous engagement. I have a previous engagement. Mm-hmm. There's something already on the calendar. Right. Now you run the risk then of them saying what? Yeah. And then you're like, I'm getting my 
waxed. Oh, interesting. I'm just saying you're going to have to have maybe a follow-up to that if they... If they ask yeah. that follow-up question, yeah. we did get an email when I teased this on the previous show uh, from a listener who said, uh, I want to tell you what I do. When I say I can't do something and the other per- person says, why? She says, I look them in the eye and I say, you know why? And then I walk away. I like that. <laughs> I love this one. No, I but I totally get that because I have that thing where I feel like I owe somebody an excuse. Yeah. But if you, you just kind of have to talk yourself out of that because you don't owe that other person right. an excuse. And that's sort of what I'm thinking in my head is like you don't get you don't you don't need to know. I just I'm telling it's and, my time. I'm telling you I can't use it. And not only that, you don't owe them a good excuse. Right. Uh-huh. So like that's the problem we get caught up in because, well, you and I are incredibly honest people and we don't like to lie. Right. Right. But we also don't like to hurt people's feelings. Right. And so we can get caught up in that moment where you're like, "Ooh, do I lie or do I hurt someone's feelings? Which if you have a true this is what I've f- tried to do is you have a true excuse, but one that doesn't require a bunch of detail that then gets into like your underlying insecurities about how you deal with other people. Mm hmm. Meaning, I already have plans. I'm sorry. Period. Hope that that's enough. Let's go to Bob. Bob is on the line. Hi, Bob. What do you say when somebody asks you why when you say you can't make plans with them? I just tell them the truth. I said, I don't feel like it. Oh. I'm a big boy. If I want to have a drink, I'll have a drink. If I don't want to have a drink, I don't. I mean, we've been up like deer hunting and say, oh, come on, have another beer. I said, no, I'm a big boy. It's time to go to bed. I'm going to bed. All right. I like that, Bob. I'm a big boy. Way to say it. Bob, I'm going to start boy. saying I'm a big boy. Don't say that. No. No. It doesn't that sound good when I say it? I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl. I don't have to. Let's go to Chris. Chris is on the line. Hi, Chris. What do you say when people ask you why when you say you can't make plans with them? It's time to take care of myself. And I agree with the other caller that you need to be honest and just, you know, you don't have to tell up, make up any story. Just be truthful. <laughs> it's my time. I love that, and I think the same thing. Thank you, Chris. But it's hard in the moment because, again, yes. the follow-up to this is not, it's not just about not lying. Like, again, there are ways to not lie. It's about not um, wanting to hurt somebody's feelings. Exactly, because if I say I want to take care of me right now, yeah. that person, they for them, taking care of them might be reaching out. And, and then I'm essentially telling them my needs are more important than your needs, which isn't true. Everybody has needs. I just struggle. I just struggle with it because it's it happens more often than I like. Well, what what do you say? Usually I say, you're right. I don't really have anything else going on. And (laughs) then I do it and then I'm resentful and I'm not fun. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's a passive aggressive, terrible, awful, terrible way to be. Can I ask? uh, Or you have another. We have one more call. Or do you want to ask me? Okay, let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. Linda, what do you say? Well, mine's kind of a variation of what the previous callers said, and the one that I found works best is I'm just not feeling up to it. Okay. It's that right. simple. So yeah. it's kind of a I, I need some time for myself or, you know, I've had a busy week and I, I just don't want to make any plans that, that particular day. But I've found that I get less pushback if I just simply say I'm not feeling up to it. You know, thank you, Linda. That's a, I mean, that's a good one. What I will say is like, if I say something like that's true, like I, I need, I would really like to be with my kids. You know, maybe Ollie has a baseball game or something like that. 
people will try to fix that for you. So they'll say something like, well, well that's can the Matt, danger of giving Matt a specific. Can bring you, yes, you're right. That's I why know. if there is a specific that's legit, awesome. If it's a specific that you're trying to use as legit, but you really just don't want to go to the thing, that's where you're going to hit trouble, right? Because the person will give you the solution and you're like, okay, so now I really have to tell them, no, it's not me. It's you. It's you. <laughs> Or, yes, or, um, yeah, I mean, okay, you had a question. You were going to ask a question. No, well, what I, uh, what I was going to say is oftentimes what I will do in these situations is when somebody says, well, you're horrible for not doing X, Y, and Z, because I have friends who will say things like that, like, oh, you don't have time for us anymore, blah, 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 and you do the thing with the thing, and my response, do you know what it is? No, tell me. I know, I'm a horrible person. I love it. I, oh, is that what you say? Yeah. I know because I'm a horrible you, person. I mean... You know, no, like, you're what, right. How how else am I supposed to respond? I just to that? want to shut the conversation down. You know, and to to Linda's point, you know, if I ever if I do say, if I ever said, I just need, I just, I'm not able to, or I'm not up for it, or whatever, then that turns into a conversation. Well, what's wrong? What's going on in your life? And I'm like, I don't want to have a conversation. I just like. Yeah, but don't I just want to chill, dude. That friends are able, true friends are just able to accept. No, I don't want to. And then leave it at that. That's okay. Rescheduling things. I have a friend who keeps rescheduling on me and it's like, okay, well, you let me know what works for you. Yeah. And we'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that gets I mean, to like theory, boundaries. It all works, right? <laughs> yeah. But the truth is like, again, it's always easier to be like, well, you should have just said that you can't mm-hmm. do it. But in those moments, that is a real pressure where you're like, I don't want to, you know, I want you to understand that I like. I get it, is what I'm saying. Right. Moral mm-hmm. of story. I get that feeling where you feel stuck. Like, you feel like you have to justify something when really also, it's like, it's my time. Just who does, like, I would never be so bold as to be like, why? I'm surprised Unless, that you yeah. guys don't have people do it all the time. Oh, I've had friends do that. So but many not, people in my life do it. Not a lot. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you. That was helpful. I'm going to reflect on that. Uh, and I'm going to try to use some of the tools that I've been given oh, in this moment. Thank have you, been you, everybody. Taking notes? Mental notes. Okay, great. All right. I'm going to check back on your notes. When we come back, what makes a pie a pie? I know that sounds ridiculous, but Bradley is a, uh, one of his favorite shows has returned. And they attempt to uh, tell us about our own pies, and they do it in artfully. I'll explain. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. What makes a pie a pie? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, why are we asking this question? Good question. Well, Great British Bake Off is uh, on again. It's otherwise known as the Great British Baking Show here in the United States. Long story. Uh, needless to say, there's a new season that's airing on PBS. And uh, frankly, last night's episode, or not last night, this week's Episode was all about pie, American pie. I had no idea there was a difference between pies, frankly. But let's have a little listen to how this was presented to the folks. And by the way, the Great British Bake Off is essentially a reality show where people have to bake stuff and compete. So let's have a listen. The vast range of American pies were invented by European immigrants who brought their pastry making techniques with them to America and took advantage of the local ingredients. What I'm hoping for is that some baker picks up the idea of a pumpkin pie, pecan pie, key lime pie and says, you know what, that's far too sweet. I'm going to lessen that sweetness and let the subtlety of the flavors come through and just give you that sense of, wow, I'm going to have another piece of that. Because to be honest, most of the American pies we've had before, 
I wouldn't go back for another one. Okay, that's Paul Hollywood saying that he would not eat America, most American pies because they're too sweet. Oh, Americans' pies are too sweet. So that was the first point at which Jamie and I were like, what? First of all, American pie, that's different. I didn't know that British people don't make pie, right? They don't make any pie at all? No, well, like a pie to them is an entirely different thing. But like what we think of as pie... Right. That is like crust, a crust with some fruit, filling, fruit or maybe some a chocolate top. or something. And then, yeah, yeah it's they, a sweet, it's a, it's a, it's a dessert item. Right. So that was the first thing. American pie is a thing. Okay, fine. And then the description, like the European immigrants added some local flavors. And I was like, wow, this is really that unique. Okay. Tell me more. Oh, by the way, you don't like them because they're too sweet. Oh, thank you. Well, then they went about making these pies and they were like, it was hilarious. It was just a a lesson in like learning about another culture. And what I learned is that the British have their noses so far up in the air. It's a surprise that they don't all drown because (laughs) they uh, thought of themselves so highly. And one was like, well, half of my family is American. So unfortunately, I know what an American pie is like. And I wouldn't normally serve this, but was so used to eating it. Blah, 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 blah. It's so sweet. Blah, blah, blah. And then the pies they went about making looked nothing like American pies, which led us to the question. Well, you know, I want to talk about it with you. The listeners are welcome to join in. We don't have a ton of time. But like when I say describe a pie for me, yeah, describe what it looks like to you. Okay, so it's round and it's in a uh, it's in a pie it's a pie pan. It's yeah, round. Pie pan. It has crust. a crust. You. It's got a flaky, buttery crust. Sure. Yeah. And then it is filled. Yeah. Typically with some sort of fruit. If it's a fruit pie, but there are also other Cream types pies. of dessert pies, like right. a chocolatey pie or a pudding pie, or a. Um, and then sometimes, in the case of some fruit pies, it has an upper like crust an as well, like yeah. an apple pie. Sometimes yeah. does, yeah. but not always, because you, you could put a crumble on top, or you could lattice the yeah. top. So that's all it that's is. That's exactly what it's I think of a pie is. They all served up these pies. Not one of them looked... Okay, one was was close, but most of them, all night, all of them did not look like American pies. Well, they I don't all, even know what that means. Do you know what they looked like? No, poop? Okay, Sorry. Thank you. No. no. I, okay. I just thought that that's what you were going to say. They looked like what we would call a tart. So oh. they had the crust around the side, but mm. it was like they don't apparently own pie pans in in the United Kingdom. So they all had those tart pans. Right. Which are so- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
there'd be up crust on the side, up right? on the side, but there was no like, um, you know what a you know what a pie looks yes. like, right? And you have to like pinch the side. And I'm fine if so. you British people want to call your tarts pies. But like, if you're doing a whole segment on American pies, you should get an American make pie an American pan. pie. And and this one gal, she was like, she took an American classic, you know, the pumpkin pie, and she mixed it with peanut butter and then covered it in chocolate. <laughs> and they don't have pumpkins there, so it was all butternut squash. And the one and and Paul Hollywood takes a bite of it and right goes, now. he was like, I don't like it. I'm like, well, no wonder you don't like American pies because nobody in England makes an American pie. Come to Baker Square. Come to Perkins. Do they not have any kind of pie? Like, they don't do pie Well, they have, like, meat pies, right? They have uh, their own version of pie, but a pie to them would be sort of like a pasty thing. They don't have American pie. I'm very fascinated by this now. Which, again, found to be completely... What are you looking at? I'm looking at... I wrote pie in England. Yeah, it's like a meat Google pie, right? Bar. Here, look, let me just read the first sentence, though. Probably a Pies are very popular in England. No. What? American pie, not not popular in England. Yeah, so pies are a baked dish consisting of a filling such as chopped meat. Eel pie. They, there was an eel pie on, last, yeah, sh- on the episode we watched last night, which even the person eating it was like, no thanks. And by the way, the meat pie... Do you understand that they eat those cold? They fill it with meat, layers of meat and apricots, pour in a jelly that solidifies, and then they slice it and eat it like gelatinous meat style. I just ate lunch. And they have the gall. About an hour and a half ago. And they have the gall to put down, uh, to be honest, I there's not an American pie. I would like another slice up. So I hope that they'll dumb down the sweetness. If you find the head of an eel in your pie, it's good luck. By the way. That's gross. These are people who make these gigantic meringue desserts that are so, like, I can't imagine them being served in America because they seem like over the top sweet and kind of ridiculous. Uh, my pie loving self. Yes, this, you it, should like, be mortified. Me. That yeah. hurt me. I want to go to England. In a deep place. And teach them. About the American pie. A pie. Oh, you guys are doing it wrong. Yes. Suddenly, I'm fine with the fact that we're over here. No. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe it was the pie we were fleeing. Mm-hmm. You don't know. All right. When we come back, it's time to crown Lord and Lady D-Bag of the day. Celebrities behaving badly on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it all the time. And on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer on this show. We call those celebrities behaving badly D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? I'm going to give it to Elon Musk. Oh. Listen, I, I have to be perfectly honest with you. I have not followed Elon Musk really at all. I just know that he's regarded as some sort of, you know, technological genius. Okay? Well, he's a rich man uh, with some ideas. Exactly. Well, he is talking about those hero divers that rescued the Thai uh, soccer players. Yeah, yeah, what's he saying? And he is not saying nice things. Why? Well, first of all, just to lend context to this, you need to know that Elon Musk, by his own accord, showed up in Thailand with this um, submarine that he had 
designed, allegedly, or that his people had designed. Yeah. And he offered it to them as part of the rescue operation. Yeah. The head diver basically was like, yeah, there's about a number of reasons why that's not going to fit. Least of which it's just not going to like fit, actually, yeah. in the part that we need it to fit in. So thanks, but we're not going to use that. Yep. We've got our own thing going. And Elon Musk was like, well, I got people working on it, you know. But then now in the aftermath of it, he is, among other things, calling the head diver who he had been working alongside, quote, his name is, by the way, Vernon Unsworth. He's calling him, quote, a pedo. What? Um, you mean like a pedophile? That's, I, I'm guessing what that abreve means. What? Yes. Why is he saying that? He thinks it's, quote, sus, that that's what the kids say these days for suspicious. It's sus that he moved to Thailand in the first place. Oh, the, of course, the only reason someone would move to Thailand is to um, molest children. Yeah, because he's, you know, a pedo. I what? The, what frustrates me about this, among other things, is that nobody invited Elon Musk into this conversation. Elon Musk invited himself, and now he's trying to continue to uh, get attention for something he didn't have anything to do with. And he's just mad because it didn't, he didn't, he wasn't the savior yeah. of the whole thing. No, that's ridiculous. Isn't I, mean, that it, unbelievable? I think most people's takeaway was that it was a PR stunt mm-hmm. for Elon Musk. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, is I just, I read that and I thought, you know, dude, mm-mm. where nope, would you even pull that out of? So full who, of yourself. Okay. I'm just still confused. Um, Yes. Has he apologized to the gentleman for oh, gosh, calling no. him a pedophile? Nope. nope, I don't believe he okay. shall do so. Elon Musk, I, from what I understand, and again, I have not really followed his career very carefully. He's working on some really cool stuff. I mean, he's well, working course. on going to Mars. He's working on these hypertunnel things, which will allow us to travel from, you know, and again, it's a little bit of, you know, uh, P.T. Barnism, but for the most part, I mean, you know, I wish more billionaires would focus on some of the biggest problems in the world. Yeah. I mean, it appears as though, for the record, that he has uh, deleted those tweets at least, but it does not appear as though he has apologized for calling a man a pedo. Yeah, well, again, like, was he ever accused? That's just weird to randomly pick. That says more about Elon than it does about anybody else. Well, and yeah, and we've already, I I feel like I know as much about him as I need to know at this point. Um, Okay, so shut your mouth. Elon Musk yeah, and maybe go back stuff. to getting us to Mars because I'd be all about that. Get back on um, my D bag for the day is one Andy Cohen. Oh, repeat offender. Oh, geez. What has he done? Now? Well, here's the headline and, and it's it's a more nuanced story, but let's just go with the headline. Andy Cohen wants to be a mayor. No, no, no. I don't want Mayor Andy Cohen. No. Do you? No. Like okay. Mayor McCheese? I think that's probably what he'd be most qualified for. In fact, I think Mayor McCheese would be quite an honor. However, in this particular case, this all stems Unless with... Unless you're lactose intolerant. True. Although you might be the best ambassador then, because you don't true. have to eat the cheese. You just wear the dumb outfit. That's true. Or a sash with a, a scepter. But I'm talking more about... Uh, Andy Cohen in his role as a private citizen who belly aches about things that are going wrong in his shishi uh, neighborhood in uh, we not WeHo um, West Village in New York. Um, 
he complains about stuff and stuff gets changed. And then he believes he's a champion of the people. And so this recent issue that he had with some, I think it was garbage related and they got some things. And anyway, um, that led him to ponder, like, what should I do next? Should I totally become mayor someday? And he, he literally said on Insties, I might run for mayor. What the bleep is de Blasio doing anyway? Now, maybe that was a little tongue in cheek, right? Right. De Blasio, of course, mayor of New York. Um, but then he put up a poll on social media in his bid for City Hall, and 89% of people said he should run. Well, Okay, first of all, can I just point out the obvious? If you put up a poll on your social media, right. you're probably going to get people, people who are fans who of you, who are a fan of you, yeah, who think they your stuff doesn't you. stick. So. Yeah. So, and then he says, you know, essentially, this is amazing. Watch out. Bye. Now, lest he think that this is some indication, because you can just smell it on him, and you can smell it on a lot of celebrities where they believe that their fame can somehow turn them into a force for good. That may or may not be true in some cases. You know, you've got Cynthia Nixon uh, running for mayor of New York, right? Or governor, excuse me. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, governor of New York. You've got other celebrities. I don't know. I'm trying to think of one. It's it's hard to come up with one. It's escaping me right now. Yeah. He's like, he's got like a thing with the hair. What is that guy's name? Um, oh, the oh, president I'm, of the United yes. States. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, 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 that's what you're talking about. You know, so he she, he wouldn't be the first celebrity to believe that he could do uh, things politically. Mm-hmm. But can we just stop? Like, I know this is too little, too late. But just because you can rant and rave on social media and something might change, that is not how we get things done long term. There's like there are people who really dedicate their entire lives to making things better. The thing that I find really interesting is and we see this again and again and again in some way, shape or form is a celebrity who, to your point, Bradley, puts something out on their social media and gets an overwhelming response back and then goes people. The people want it. Oh, no, everybody's talking here's about the it. thing. It's important to remember that your social media You're is in an a echo. It's an echo chamber yeah. where everybody, you know, supports you, maybe thinks similar to you. That's not an accurate representation of the people. That's like asking your fan club if you're any good at whatever it is they're fan fanning over you for. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're like you go to your fan like club you. and say, do you guys think that I should run for, yes! yes! Of course they're going to say that, and yeah. if they didn't, well, you should go home, because you're not very good at what you do. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee if you or I said today, how many, open the phone lines, how many, we don't have time, how <laughs> many of you think that we should run for office? Open the phone lines, and I guarantee you, more people than not would think we should run for office, because I like you, and you're amazing. Well, I like you too, but I don't want you in charge of things. Because I don't know if you've looked around lately, it might not be our best strategy. So, Andy Cohen, I'm not saying you're bad. I'm not saying you're horrible. I'm not saying you're totally unqualified. What I'm saying is stick with what you're good at. Yeah. Okay. Which is. Okay. Oh, getting women to be insecure about themselves and then fight and throw stuff at each other for money for, for his paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You're right. I know. Thank you. I'm bitter. I'm I'm just a bitter like if he were listening right now, because you know, 
I'm sure he is on occasion listening to my talk 1071. He would think, wow, you're a hot mess. And who do you think you are? And, blah, 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 and ooh, he showed me, 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 me. But at the end of the day, I'm right and he's wrong. So okay. I'm sort of just enjoying the, back <laughs> the inner monologue the that I'm having dialogue with Andy Cohen. that you just had yeah. by yourself with Andy Cohen. Yeah. We should do that more often. Oh, Bradley has a conversation <laughs> with, with Andy Cohen yeah. by himself. Again, I'm not trying to take away anything from Andy Cohen other than to say, please don't run for office. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Also, you know, whatever your garbage issue was. Congrats on getting that figured out. I mean, it's hilarious. He said, (laughs) so they apparently, there were some trash and debris problems. And um, he regularly updates his 2.6 million Instagram followers about the quote dump around his uh, home, which do you think it's really like a dump? It's probably like a single wrapper. Yeah. I mean, it is New York City after all. Like after the New York post talked smack or talked about Cohen's smack about the trash. The landlord bought fancy garbage enclosures with flower beds. uh, And then Cohen decided to say, this is amazing. You're welcome to his neighbors. So he took credit for (laughs) it. Oh my God. I mean, you want that guy in charge of stuff? Mm. I don't think so. No, so this so from what I understand, his in his mind, his job as mayor would be to complain about things, get other people to talk about his complaining about other things so much that somebody acts and then he'll take total credit and for it. And can we just say there's enough of that in the world? Thank you. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, is if we did not have enough D-bag action right there, we've got a bonus for bonus! you. We are going to get to our bonus D-bag after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. That wasn't enough D-bag for you. I've got great news. We've got more on the Colleen bonus! and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on the brand new My Talk app. Download it, register yourself, listen to it every day. You will enter yourself to win $107, which we are giving away every weekday while we celebrate... Happy July. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We've got a bonus tea bag for you. Yes, and it's a Kardushian. Yay. Oh, Why that's a have new we never done Kardushians. that? Kardushians. Write it down. Write it down. I'm afraid we'll forget it. Every I feel time. like we probably invented that years ago and forgot about it because that's how we <laughs> that's roll. How we do um the Kardushians this time are talking more about Kylie, and this is Kim Kardushian. <laughs> I actually like Kardashian better, but Cardushian. Oh, Cardushian. Yeah, so kind of sounds like Father Guido Sarducci. Cardushian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, just for the record, before you get to Kylie, I'm sorry to continue to take you off course. I'm putting that post-it note with our reminder right Cardushian. here. It will be gone by uh, 3:15. Yeah. Because well, when Lori and Julia Lori get in here, away and say, "What is yeah, this? Get put this, this out here. here. What is this?" Okay, back to Cardushian. So we'll forget again. Kim Kardashian is saying of Kylie. Or of Kylie's success, or of the backlash against this notion that Kylie Jenner is a self-made billionaire, Kim Kardashian says the following: "I really wait. <clears throat> I really didn't get it because she is self-made. We are all self-made." Okay. Okay. What? I don't. Okay. I don't know okay. how to say this without sounding really bitchy. Say it slowly, because that's helping. You're not (laughs) self-made. 
Kim Kardashian. Okay, that didn't sound bitchy at all. No. But she... He's hitting his head. Hi! Nobody is self-made. That's the whole point. In fact, I feel like we said that eight different ways last week. Nobody is saying that uh, Kylie Jenner is not successful. I have made that point several times. She is very... This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline at turning you know a pig's purse into a sow's ear or a sow's ear into a pig's purse a pig's ear into a sow's purse I don't think a purse a pig needs a purse a purse into a sow's ear you know what my point is I made that already last week so nobody is arguing with the fact that she's not successful right correct correct what we are taking issue with is the notion of self made she says I know so many people like that who haven't turned out to be successful as Kylie. If anything, I've seen the complete opposite. Um, She gives Kylie props for taking an insecurity of hers and figuring out how to make a really successful business out of it. Again, nobody's saying none of that. Right. Or uh, questioning any of that. Right. What we are saying is that she's not self-made. And to your notion that we are all self-made, no, that is absolutely not true. And you should be the first person to know it because you would be nothing. Zero other than Paris Hilton. Why? Because Paris, you were Paris Hilton's what? Assistant. Flunky? Yes. Basically for a while. Closet organizer. And Paris Hilton wouldn't be anywhere without what? Oh, Her, the name Hilton. The Hilton name. Right? Right. Zsa Zsa Gabor. I mean, she's related kind of. So my point is, nobody is self-made. Didn't Zsa Zsa Gabor... She was married to a Hilton. Yeah, she was married to Conrad Hilton, and she had her Who's only the grandfather, child. Right? Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got. I, I was lost. My at point the is, everything's moment. connected. We are all like in this world. Help. Like, if your children grow up and think that they are responsible for their own success alone and yeah. and uh, uh, as a result of themselves only, you have failed as a parent, and I don't throw those words around loosely, because we none of us are anything without the people around us. We're all, it's a community. I think what I hear you saying, Bradley, and I would <laughs> sing it if I could, sing is it. we are the world. We are, we are the, the children. World. I'm just we saying. We are the children. Exactly. We are the, the ones to make a brighter day, day and let's start giving. That's kind of a weird turn of phrase, right? We are the world. No, but oh. we are the ones who make a brighter day, so let's start giving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I thought we said and let's start giving. No, so. Okay. See, but I do, I hear what you're saying, Bradley, which is nobody should believe that they did anything without the help of others. But see, the problem is, I can hear Chris, uh, 
Cardushian. Uh-huh. I can hear Cardushian over there saying, like, that's just what dumb people who aren't as successful say. That's what poor people say to make themselves feel better. But I am a million bajillionaire and she's a million bajillionaire. So she. But she wouldn't be if people didn't buy her makeup. She wouldn't be. Well, she you wouldn't know? be if her sister didn't have a sex tape. Thank who, you. after being a flunky for Paris Hilton, who's basically not doing anything, but she had a name and turned it into something and good for her and don't try to take away somebody else's success just to have your own also paris hilton had a sex tape first yeah and it was so nasty. totally it was in the dark they're, they're all nasty with like her green face ew <laughs> but that's yes to your point bradley everybody owes their success to somebody else well and, and it's not to say you don't have a, a stake in that it's no. just to say that it's not exclusive. It's not all you. You yeah. are not self-made. Also, like you drove on roads to get your, you know, to get to work in the morning. Guess who paid for those roads? Not you. I did. So I am responsible, Paris Hilton. Where is my check? Thank and, you. And that is a good question. Uh, speaking of Bradley, speaking of the fact that we are a community, mm. as a community. <laughs> oh, this is a good turn. I like what you did here. Thank you. We need to support each other. Indeed we do. And I just wanted to remind you, thank you uh, for the reminder um, to join me this weekend with a bunch of amazing people. Um, actually, you heard us talk about this event last week. It's called um, the third. An- well, it's not called the third annual. It is the third annual fight for 5K and fun run uh, for an organization called With Purpose. You heard us discuss that organization with the um, founder and director, um, Aaron Benson, last week. And it was an amazing story about how she uh, create, created this organization um, after having a son who was diagnosed with incurable brain cancer and who um, died too soon. She went on to develop this organization. And she would not say, by the way, that she created this on her own, that it was as a result of the people who felt moved by the life of her son mm-hmm. that she was able to do this. So this weekend, there's going to be a wonderful event. It's July 21st at Bassett Creek Park in Crystal. And uh, as I said, there's the 5K, there's a fun run, there's a toddler trot, and um, all of the proceeds from this event are going to benefit pediatric cancer research. And in fact, one out of five kids are diagnosed with cancer, or excuse me, one out of five kids who are diagnosed with childhood cancer do not survive. So it's a very important cause And it's an event that you should help be a part of. And, you know, um, one of the things that you will learn, no doubt, as being a part of this event, but also can learn from the conversation that we had with Erin when she was in, is that this really is an underfunded um, area when it comes to cancer research. You may think that there's a lot of research dollars going toward uh, some research around those incurable, what we know is incurable childhood cancers, but there really isn't. Yeah. And so uh, part of what she is doing is, is helping um, find different ways for them to research those things so that we don't have, um, we don't lose children when they're so young. Yeah. It's really cynical. The, uh, the drug industry, the way they do uh, research. I mean, there's, the reason they don't do research for childhood um, cancer to the same degree is because there's not a market. Yeah. Unfortunately, because those children Usually pass away. Pass away. Yeah. Right. So um, it's very important to tackle this issue in different ways. And with purpose is doing that to learn more. All you got to do is head to my talk. One Oh seven, one.com go to keyword events and learn more about with purposes 
annual Fight for 5K and Fun Run. Very cool. Well, thank you, Bradley, for sharing that with us. Now, when we come back, what is a lesser-known film that you feel like everybody should see? They probably haven't even heard of. 651-641-1071. We'll get to that after this on My Talk 1071.